Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Yes, indeed. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG, coming to you on location from Parole, Maryland with the boss, BJ. Brother, can you hear me? But I think that's on my end, so I'm uh, It's crazy because this, this Wi-Fi is, is, is kind of bad. I'm all the way in Parole, Maryland. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I just turned my Wi-Fi off using a, this uh, cell signal. So hopefully that, that uh, helps me out. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in a hotel room trying to do a little getaway with the wife. Uh, just overnight, get out the house, but we got work to do because we, we got things to talk about. First and foremost, let me say this. Okay. You went in and out. What, what, what'd you say? Shaky with the watch sign, but I think we can push through it. I can just try to flip the spot in the house. You still there, brother? Yeah, I'm here. I'm trying to figure out if it's your Wi Fi or mine. Yeah, it's probably a combination of both. Before I, before I, now you sound, before I join, you sound a little, a little sketchy. Ah, so it might be me. But you sound amazing right now. All right, let's roll and see if we can keep it keep it sounding amazing. Okay. Well, that's the boss BJ. I'm the big guy KG. Um, this is gonna be really, really quick because we don't want the Wi-Fi to take us under. So first and foremost, um, we have to send our condolences out to the Fossil family, um, former Giants coach. Jim Fossil passed away uh, yesterday. He was um, 71 years old, passed away from a heart attack in Vegas. If you're unfamiliar with Jim Fossil, he was the head coach of the Giants. Uh, he was also offensive coordinator of the Giants early on. He was offensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens 2004 through 2006 and the head coach of the Las Vegas Locomotives, uh, two-time UFL champion and NFL coach of the year in 97. He will be missed. Um, our condolences go out to his family, friends, the Giants organization, and everybody. He's Every player he's touched because it's a lot of players he's touched at, during his career. Indeed, brother. Indeed. Uh, so, uh, God damn, let me, I got to, I got a list here. Um, let me ask you a quick question before Fire we jump into our, our main topic. Fire away. Did you watch the Logan Paul uh, Mayweather fight over the weekend? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so I ain't, I don't feel bad. So you you like me. Like you, You're saying what the hell was this for? Um, well, I, I know what it's for, and I talked to one of our junkies, Mr. Gary, about it. Uh, in detail, and I, it's Floyd is addicted to money. Um, he got that Mr. Krabs mentality, and you know, I think the you know 
the rumor floating around is he made a total of $100 million from that fight with Logan Paul. I mean, um, you, you know, and I just want to give you where I'm coming from, my perspective. I thought boxing was a joke since the early 2000s. I'll say this all the time. I don't watch boxing at all. Uh, if I do sit down, I might catch a little MMA or something. But boxing for me, the running, the games, it's just a joke to me. And for Floyd Mayweather, somebody that's 50 and old, to step in the ring with, he, he, he fought Logan Paul, right? I believe it was, it was no, it's Jake Paul. It was one of the Paul brothers. I don't know. I really yeah. didn't pay attention to it. it did. So yeah, I, I just thought that was, it was just beneath him. But at the same time, I'm on the fence. Is that I, I'm playing both sides of the fence at the same time. How can you turn out $100 million <laughs> for some quick work? You know, um, $100 million is $100 million. So. But it's not something I would have paid for. Not something I want. I wanted to watch. Um, I saw some of the highlights of it. I saw one of the particular highlights where he actually looks like he knocks out the Paul brother. Like I said, I don't know if it's Logan or Jake. I want to say it's Logan. Um, he actually looks like he knocks him out and holds him up until he kind of gathers himself. Um, I mean, Floyd's a showman. You know, that's that's. <laughs> I guess that's what it's come down to. Because somebody wrote in one of the comments on one of the Instagram posts, is boxing the new WWE? And it, it's turning out to be that. It's, it's just that. I mean, when, when, that, when that type of fight generates more attention and interest than a real boxing match does, you might, if you're running that sport, you might, you might have an issue. You might have a problem. So what you think, KG? Well, I agree with you, and I agree with you on several different levels. Uh, boxing has been a shit show since, I'll say, mid-2000s because, I, I mean, heavyweight boxing has been pretty much in the crapper since uh, Lennox Lewis retired. It came back up a little bit with the Klitschko brothers, but they were so dominant it made it boring because nobody could really beat them. Uh, now you have Tyson Fury, uh, Deontay Wilder, uh, Anthony Josh. So heavyweight is getting better, but the, during that time, the middleweight and the light heavyweight and all the you know everything under heavyweight started to come up. And you know everybody calls Floyd Mayweather the greatest and this that and other. I'll never call him the greatest. I mean he's great and what he does, but as far as greatest pound for pound boxer, Floyd Mayweather would never be that. That would be one. Walker Smith Jr., a.k.a. Sugar Ray Robinson, and I'll debate with anybody and bring up the stats off air. But it is what it is. But Floyd is what you say he is. He's addicted to money. And that's a, a pretty damn good addiction you can have, especially if you feed that addiction. So, but that um that fight wasn't the top priority for me at all. Um, it was. Just, it seemed like it was just a waste. I I seen people say, "Man, I, 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 uh, I got it for free, and I feel still still feel like I got robbed." So, it is what it is, man. I, if if that's what they want to do and make more power to you. So, uh, next topic. Now we're gonna jump into the meat of the show here. Um. This came across 
the desk right before we came on. I, I put it in the sideline junkies chat because we talked about KD. You and I talked about KD and giving KD his flowers last week and how excited I was for this Bucks Nets matchup. Now, Jay Williams came on. Huh? I don't know why you were excited for this Nets Bucks. <laughs> I, Alan was too. Gary was too. I, and I, I just can't understand why you guys were excited for this. Because it's KD versus Giannis. And I, I said it to you guys, I think that was either this morning or last night. I think it was this morning. And I was saying that, you know, Giannis can't do it by himself. And KD, even with Harden hurt, the Nets are still fire. But before we jump into the Nets as a team, Jay Williams made a comment that at a Christmas party, KD told him, don't ever compare me to Giannis, ever. And as the kids say, KD said, that's straight cap. So Jay Williams out here lying on KD for a news story, and it's got a lot of people, you know, questioning Jay Williams. N- now, y- you, my good sir, the 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 the, the voice of reason, the voice of truth. How do you handle a situation? Well, first of all, it's um, it's very disappointing that Jay will. Because this isn't this isn't your run of the mill reporter that's never played before. He's played. He's been in the NBA fraternity. Um, he has connection with NBA players, so his 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 reach is special. He actually hangs out with some of the players and stuff. And I think um, for him to say something like that, because a couple of players underneath different uh, social media posts. Where they're showing what Jay Will said on the um, show, you know, said he was lying, and I think if that is the case, I think what did it? What's that show on ESPN? I think if, if I think if that's the case, you have to fire him because he loses credibility. I, I don't watch this show anyway. It's Keyshawn, Jay Will, and who else? You know, it's somebody else. I, I, I forget. It's uh, I can't think of who it is, but I listen to it on Sirius F- XM in the morning. I ride out and listen. I don't want to hear what Jason Williams have to say. So, I, I, you know, it's not – I didn't even know they had a show. Um, but, he one, he loses all credibility. Um, and then why lie about something like that? Why can't you just say, hey, my opinion, I've heard people compare him to Giannis. That should stop now. And you would have been good. You still, you still throw some shade towards Giannis. Because it was evident last night that Giannis wants wants nothing to do and can't handle anything Kevin Durant has to offer on that basketball court. It was obvious last night. Um, so I mean, it, that's all you had to say. Hey, man, this is how I feel about the comparisons from Giannis to KD, and for him to say that and lie and lose all his credibility. Now, any player that's you know that were friend, that's friends with him in his circle. If one of your friends with somebody, you're going to tell them they fucked up. Two, nobody's going to say anything around this dude no more. You know, so it, it, to me, you know, ESPN always claim they standing up for, you know, transparency and people telling the truth and stuff. It, it always seems like that until it's 
on until it's black men on black men crime, then then it's it's, it's okay. But I guarantee if Jason Williams had said something about Luka Doncic or somebody, or, or uh, I'm trying to think of another, or, or Jokic, the one that just won an MVP, yeah, they would have fired his ass. So we'll see what the repercussion, repercussions are uh, from him completely lying. I, if they can prove it, that's, that's the only thing. If you can't prove it, he can say, that's what I heard. And it, it, it's kind of, it is what it is at that point. Yeah, a little he said, she said, but Kevin Durant even tweeted that it wasn't true. And then Adnan Verk. Who the hell is I that? Believe that's the, I think that's the <laughs> other host they have, <laughs> that they have. Hey, um, look, ESPN, y'all look like y'all hurting for good quality shows. We, we are, we're going to tag you in this show. Come holler at Sideline Junkers. We'll do like a little 10 minutes. Because what y'all got on there, this shit is boring. I haven't watched ESPN. I think I completely tuned out ESPN over the last five, six years. I mean, I, I follow mm-hmm. them on Instagram, but it's just, it's not the same. Um, and this is the reason why. It's just, you know, you have people on, on those programs um, that's saying stuff just to get um, views. So, mm, whatever. But, and, and that's the absolute truth. And But it seems like ESPN has become the TV version of Instagram. Say something out the way to get the likes, get the views. So, um, as you mentioned, Nikolai Jokic is your MVP. Um, I think that's well-deserved. So, Big ups for him. Indeed, indeed. MVP first center to win it from Shaq. In 2000. Yep, put up some MVP numbers. Unfortunately, you know, Denver lost the peanut butter to their jelly, which is Jamal Murray. So um, they got a lot of work if they, you know, they expect to get past the Jazz. Um, And if they do make it past the Jazz, they're probably going to have to deal with the Suns. And that's... That's looking like a tall task. So, it, it is. You know, shout out to Jokic, the Joker. Good, great season. MVP, well, de- well deserved. Um, and um, you know, good luck to him in the rest of the playoffs, man. And him and Embiid are not my favorite big men. They're my favorite centers because they play traditional center basketball. If you can dump it down to them down low, and they're a they're a few a futuristic center. They'll play back to the basket, but they can face up and still put the ball on the floor and go by. They they, they were they are. Uh, I, I might be going a little far saying this, but I'll say it anyway. They're my hybrid uh, new version of Hakeem Olajuwon because they got great footwork, but they can put you on the block, put you on their hip, and dog you. But they could put the ball on the floor and go by you too, and they can pass. So let, let's just say that. So I, I like those guys. They're, they're some of my favorites. Now, I asked the question, and I'm, I, I already know what you're going to say because you called this before the playoffs started. Are the the Nets entirely too strong for the Bucks? Is question number one. Number two, are the Nets honestly? 
the favorite to win the championship now that the Lakers are gone? Um, I think I'm going to answer the last question first. I think that the hype bandwagon, the, the Nets are the favorite. I don't think they're the favorite because you still got three viable teams coming out the West. You got the Clippers now that and woke up because the Lakers got put out. Now they're not scared anymore. You know, they had a dog fight with Dallas. We'll see if that comes in, if they come into the, uh, the, um, who they play, Utah? Come in and see if they come into the, the Utah series and playing those seven games help them or hurt them, you know, as far as, you know, uh, energy. But um, you got the Suns, you got the Jazz. Now, everybody matches up with different teams differently. The Suns can score. Uh, you know, that, uh, that's why I not worry about the Suns. The Jazz can score. And then you have Paul George and you have Kawhi Leonard, two long, lengthy people um, that can, you know, hold their own, you know, against Brooklyn. The problem with Brooklyn is the first question for the Bucks. I, I told you this, I told Gary this, uh, the Nets in five. And it's looking like the Bucks won't even get a game. They just wait. And, and Hart didn't play last game. That's the crazy part. It's like Harden didn't even play, and y'all got blown out, out the water. And not only did y'all get blown out the water, KD had Giannis looking silly out there. For the first time in a while, I, I, I haven't seen it. This is the first time I've seen it from KD where he just had that absolute dog. Because he looked down at Giannis. He's like, you ready for this? This is what I'm going to give you. Jimmy Dolan shaking bait. You ready? That's what he gave him. He dogged Giannis last night. It's no, you know, it's no, he had no answer for KD. The Bucks about to lead this series, probably not winning the game. I don't know. I, if I'm the Nets, I don't even let Harden play. They up 2 nothing. You could afford to lose a game, you know, and finish him out in five. It looks like the Atlanta 76ers series is going to be a dog fight. Because Atlanta came to the playoffs to play. They're not fucking around. You could dispatch them in five games, sit, let, let Harden rest, let KD rest, Kyrie get a little extra rest. Like, everybody says the 76ers can hang with the Nets. I just don't see it. They can't, they're not going to score enough points. <laughs> you know, they're not, it's not going, they're not going to score enough points to, 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 to hang with the Nets night in and night out. So I see the Philly um, Nets series for the East Finals, and I see the Nets in the Nets in six, man. The Nets will be what rep- unless somebody has an injury or something, the Nets are going to the finals. Now, I would like to see the Suns come because I think the Suns can dispatch them because that's the one point guard that cancels Kyrie Irving out is Chris Paul. The one point guard out of all in, on, on those teams that's left, the one that cancels out Kyrie Irving is Chris Paul. And that when you when you match up your teams, you're looking to see who cancels each other out. Because, okay, that's going to be a wash. That matchup's going to be a wash. But with the Nets, nobody, you can't, nobody can cancel out Kyrie. They don't have a good enough point guard. They don't have a good enough shooting guard to cancel out James Harden. They don't have enough a, a good enough small forward to cancel out KD. So they already got a check mark on three advantages. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I would like to see that. I think it's going to be Suns and Nets. Now, let, let me let me say this because you said you brought up a, a brilliant point and you talked about KD and him making Giannis look bad when he I don't, I don't know was it Giannis on him can't remember but he hit him with a shake and bake move and step back and shot the jumper somebody said in comments in the comments is like you know he learned that from down at Barry Farms Coliseum right and I all I could do was smile because I was like KD used to hang even as a pro. He was hanging down there. He was hanging down there uh, and in the Kenner Leagues and all that. But it's like KD is going to – he has to be comeback player of the year. But also he showed that he can be just as good as he was before the injury, even after the injury. And I love to see that. Only problem that I had with this Nets team is Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is balling. I get that, but what he did to uh, what's his name, Theonis? Oh, no, wait, wait. He stepped over Theonis onto Takumpo the other night when he didn't have to. And I said that's why I can't play in today's NBA because I probably you would have got banged because I'd have punched him right in his mouth for that. I mean, number one, you knocked him down, and then you stepped, you walked, and deliberately went and stepped over him. That bothered me. Something terrible. Now, now you a thug. Okay, and I always say this. Everybody's a gangster until it's time to do gangster shit. Now, you you acting like a gangster right there when you stepped over Theonis. Deliberately. You went out of your way to step over him. Deliberately. Okay, so if I came in there screaming and punched you in your face, let's see you do gangster shit now. That's disrespectful. You disrespecting the game and you disrespecting my man. You disrespecting my teammate. I'm not going to let you get away with that. I, I That's the only problem I have with the Nets. Other than that, the Nets can roll. They, they are great. But Blake Griffin coming to this team, and now all of a sudden everybody say he's so rejuvenated. But I keep seeing the memes, the Kevin Nash memes with the fake Ks, and he mm. throws the blanket off and he stands up. That's Blake Griffin. But one thing I need Blake Griffin not to do, don't think you're a gangster in these streets. Because you're not a gangster in the NBA. You ain't a gangster in these streets. Don't do gangster shit. Because when it's time to do gangster shit, you ain't ready. I gotta disagree with you, brother. I think I think you're giving Blake Griffin too much airtime because Blake Griffin is a player that everybody thought he was a superstar. Everybody thought he was his number one player to lead a team to a championship. When he the player he stepped over, Thonis. Yep, is that his name? Uh, Theonis. Theonis. That's that's the player on his level. <laughs> Yeah, and then everybody I mean, talking about him posterizing uh, Giannis. But l- let me tell you something. You all, as a big bang, you're going to get dunked on in this yeah, league. Absolutely. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. It, I'd rather see you trying to, to get a dunk block than step out the damn way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, more. But the Giannis, I mean, that's that's Blake Griffin, Griffin's level. Like, that's that's what he's been the whole time, a role player. He, he, he's been a role player that needed KD, that needed, even in the prime of his career, he's not leading no damn team to a championship. This guy is a role player. He he he, he pulled the, the wool over the Clippers' eyes. He got him. He got him. They had two role you players. Right. He, he, they had two role players in him and DeAndre Jordan. Neither one of those fools are leading you to a championship. 
and that you, you now you start to see why, you know, after you know Chris Paul left, they had issues. Mm-hmm. The, dude, the dude's soft. I, I don't even. Why give him the even even that much credit? He we both know he's not a gangster. He, he he's he's the little brother that went to go get his three big brothers: Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Because if Kevin Durant didn't play last night, that team loses. If yeah, Kevin Durant, true. if Kevin Durant's out of the lineup, Kyrie's in there. You can't say Blake Griffin can pick up the slack. If 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 Harden's out, you can't say Blake Griffin can pick pick up the slack. You know what I'm saying? It, it just he is what he is, and you know he he for some reason somebody in the Clippers organization is probably why they haven't really been doing too much. Thought he was a number one player. He has seven points, eight rebounds, and assists. And we talking about and this was the last game. Um, when we're talking about a dunk he did over the honest, you know, and what was that the first game? Is he the first game or the last game? I think it was the first game, it was game one. Yeah. He dunked over Giannis game two and he knocked down the honest in uh game one, uh, game one because I think I sent that out to everybody then and I was kind of PO'd about it. Like I said, the only I think he had 18, 14, and, and something in game one. The only reason why he has that is because people are trying to figure out how to stop KD and Kyrie Irving. If he, if he if he's the number one and got to lead a team, then they're in trouble. So I, I wouldn't even give him that much energy, brother. Well, with that being said, like I called you the voice of reason, you always, when I'm on that cliff and I'm ready to jump into the abyss, you always right there to pull me back. But um, last but not least, uh, last topic for the night, Stephen A. Smith released his top five point guards of all time if Chris Paul wins the title. Number five is Chris Paul. Number four is Isaiah Thomas. Number three, the big O, Oscar Robinson. Number two, Steph Curry. Number one, Magic Johnson. Now, I spoke on this when I first seen it, and I sent it to everybody, and I said, flawed. I said, even if Chris Paul wins the title, flawed. And my biggest flaw is, where's John Stockton? Why? Why do When people do f- top five point guards all, of all time, where's John Stockton? Why is John Stockton not mentioned with the same reverence as Magic Johnson, as – uh, Zeke as the big O as Bob Cousy you know he's not mentioned in the same breath are we sleeping on John Stockton's accomplishments as a point guard if you look at point guard in the dictionary John Stockton's pictures there why are we not talking about John Stockton on these all time lists even though he probably wouldn't give a damn and the Ben Knight Rider just say why is Steph number two why is Steph top five right now all time over John Stockton that's my problem um, I think I think one of your your issues with John Stockton is that you can't merge the errors. Like Steph plays a totally different point guard game, and he plays his game very well. And I do believe that at when when whenever Steph decides to hang it up, and when he blows these three point records, it, it's I mean the amount of three pointers that shot now, I don't think it's going to take somebody long that has a long career to catch, you know, the past stuff, but his record is going to stay there for a while. I think 
maybe five or ten years because he, he shoots an insane amount of threes. He makes an insane amount. Um, you can't compare the two games. They're two different players. Um, Chris Paul has always been regarded as one of the you know better point guards in the in the beginning of his career and towards the you know now he, he's considered one of the best of all time. And you know I, I understand what they're saying. He get this chip that's going to add more hardware to his resume. Um, I don't think anybody disc- discredits John, but nobody's going to top Magic. You know, Magic is Magic. The big O is the big O. Um, but I, I think you have to to um, you you gotta you gotta Zeke is going to. Oh, I think Zeke. And Magic and the Big O, I think they're locks. I think it's gonna ha- it's gonna take a lot. Like Kyrie will have to win three or four titles to 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 knock Zeke off that list. Um, who did Chris Paul knock out of like a an original top five? Was, was it John Stockton? It has. To, well, I think Steph knocked John Stockton out. I think uh, if you put Chris Paul in the top five. Jeez, who would he? Who would he? I never had Chris Paul in the top five. All right, so who was your who was your top five without Steph and Chris Paul? Well, of course, you John know, I always Stockton. say Magic, Magic, and John Stockton number one and number two, depending on what day of the week is who I got number one and number two because I love both of them equally. But I mean, I love Magic more, but I, I love John Stockton for what he brought to the table. Um, I always say the Big O is number three. I had Zeke at five. Who the hell did I have at number four? And I don't have my book with me. But I, I forget who I had at number four. But it wasn't Chris Paul and it wasn't Steph Curry. Steph Curry, I got Steph Curry top 15. I got Chris Paul top 20 all time. But I'm not giving them top five. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not taking anything away from their game. Because I've always loved uh, Chris Paul's, Paul's game. I've always loved – well, I ain't going to say I always love Steph's game. I respect Steph's game. But he's changing the game. But guys don't put in the work to shoot like him. And they just want to come on the court and – go bombs away. They don't put in the work that he put in. They don't put in, you know, the thousand shots in a day, you know, but that's another topic for another time. But you, you can look at point guards and I do mean point guards of all time. And everybody wants to bring championships into it, bring champ, take championships out of it and look at their resume. Then is, Chris Paul a better point guard than Rod Strickland? Probably so. Okay. And you know, you know how we feel about Rod Strickland, because we seen Rod Strickland and the Midnight Rider agrees. He says yes. You know, we seen Rod Strickland dogging in the first quarter, eat them two hot dogs, and then light you up for 30, 30, 30, 17, and 10. You know, we seen that. Um is Chris Paul better than uh let me damn, I just had a point guard in my head. Shit, is Chris Paul better than Bob Cousy? All time? Uh probably so. Probably so. I see I, you're 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 forgetting somebody. I am and you're, I can't think of who I'm forgetting. I'm I'm looking at him. I don't know if you're thinking of him or just who you're forgetting. Um Jerry West. Mr. Clutch. Zeke from Cabin Creek. There you go. Jerry West, the logo. 
Is Chris Paul better than the logo? That's that's <laughs> because I mean the, the logo. I'm trying to find. I just had him up twenty seven points a game, six six point seven assists, five point eight rebounds. Um, Chris Paul's eighteen and a half, nine point seven assists, four and a half rebounds, two point um, two point two steals, and he almost averages at uh, one and a half threes a game. I mean it. It's hard, man. And then the Midnight Rider says uh, he thought Gail Goodrich was the point guard on that squad. I think they were interchangeable because on a lot of times you'll see Jerry West is the two, Gail Goodrich is the one, but sometimes you'll even see Jerry West is the one and uh, Elgin Baylor is the two. So they were all interchangeable. Yeah. And we, we need to find out for sure. It said basketball, what, basketball reference has him listed at point point guard for 12 of his 14 seasons. Okay. So, he led... Well, let me ask this. Go ahead. And I know what I know what play I was missing. Hmm. Is Chris Paul a better point guard than Jason Kidd? Oh, man. I think it's close, man. Because, I mean, you know, Chris Paul is a great. You can't deny what he's been doing. You know, especially over the last three seasons, three different teams. Each team has made the playoffs. Each team has had a significant jump in wins. Like if he mm-hmm. had a if he had a legitimate superstar with him in OKC, they might have did something. They almost beat the Rockets. They did. They did. You know, they almost came close. They came close. They came close to beating the Rockets. That you know, a team that wasn't supposed they wasn't supposed to get close to beating. So. You you got to take that in consideration because we're seeing this live. We didn't watch Jerry West. We didn't right. watch, you know, we didn't watch Oscar. You know, all we could see is highlights of that. Um, you know, we're watching this live and in person, and this boy's tearing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, got to give him his flowers. Yeah, you do. You you absolutely do. And I'm I'm not saying this to take anything away from any of the, you know, I'm not saying this to take away from Steph. I'm not saying it to take anything away from CP3. And if Delonte was on here, he'd probably say Fat Level was better than CP3. I get that. that that's Delonte's opinion. <laughs> but I got so many guys that I would put ahead of CP3 right now. And as a whole, ahead of Steph. I mean, it's hard for me to admit that Steph's the greatest shooter of all time, but I know I have to. But when it comes to point guard play, I, I got I got guys that are in front of them all time, and I, we, you and I, and I'm sure the Midnight Rider too have sat around barbershops and you listen to the old heads talk about this guy and that guy. Before there was YouTube, you had word of mouth, mm-hmm. and word of mouth travels, and it gets the people that can't read. If you can't read, word of mouth travels better, and it's things like that. You know, I, I just I can't see myself putting putting a CP3 top five, even if he does win a championship. I think that whole argument of a guy's legacy, depending on what he did in the finals, has to be erased. And it has to be erased now because you're taking away from guys. And it's not just CP3. Even if he doesn't win a championship, he's still a Hall of Fame player. He's still an all-time great. And we're looking at an all-time great right now, even if he doesn't win a championship. 
Right. But then you think back in the past, guys like Carl Malone, guys like John Stockton, Dominique Wilkins that never won a championship, Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing. You take away from their resume when you say, well, they don't have a championship. And I think that's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. Like people get on LeBron for being four and, and, and eight or four and six, whatever he is, in the finals. But Jerry West, Jerry West was one and eight. One and eight. And he's the goddamn logo. Please stop it with the with, with the championships weighing so much. I think indirectly there people people don't are not gonna say it, but that's that's always gonna weigh. You know, it's just like when people compare themselves to Jordan. When people want to be called the GOAT, and then you got to go, you have to go to the resumes. All right, 6 and 0 in the finals. You know, how many finals did Kobe lose? Two? Uh, yeah. Detroit and Boston, yeah. right? Yep, yeah, Detroit and Boston. Yep. Yeah. I had to think about it. Yeah. It, it, it's like, this is how you get sports. You know, you have to go to the tail of the tape. And, I think if 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 Malone and Stockton had beat Jordan one time, I think that would have propelled them to another universe. But because they didn't, because you, they're still two of the greatest to play their position, but they 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 got owned. Mm-hmm. They got owned. You know what I'm saying? You have to take that into consideration. When it was time, you had your chance twice. And not only did you have your chance twice, but you had your chance twice against the greatest and you couldn't rise up to the occasion, but he did. You have to take that in consideration. It, you know, it, 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 I don't, you know, when me and you talk or you talking to somebody, uh, you know, Ben, whoever that knows basketball, when you're talking about somebody or you're talking about a group of people, people like us appreciate their play. You know, mm-hmm. appreciate what they did on the court, their their careers as a as a whole. But when you start getting deeper into the discussion, you know, Tim Duncan beat the Lakers. You know what Indeed. I'm saying? Tim Duncan beat T- Kevin Garnett couldn't. Um, Jason Kidd got Molly Watt by the Lakers. I'm saying this this is what you got to take. When when it's on the line, we we kill Paul George for line. What do you do? Have your chance because you might ever not ever get there again. The time you might not ever get there again. So when you get there, what are you doing? Are you rising up to the occasion? When when in Utah a plan and he turned his gear. You can't if you can't get to that gear. That's your, you know what I'm saying. It, it's kind of your fault. I don't know, can you rise up to that the yeah? Can you rise up to the occasion? So that and that's what we're going to see with probably whoever deals with the Nets because they're going to have a lot of firepower coming. Um, KD has two championships. Kyrie has one, so they they've been there. Uh, Harden doesn't have anything. No. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, who's going to rise to the occasion? Devin Booker's ro- risen to the occasion of playoffs just hitting big shot. At the, he had a big shot the other night. You know? 
So, but you know, when it when it's on the line, can you do it? That, and that's the thing. It's like it was on the line for Stockton and Malone. They couldn't get it done. I don't. It's like the Lakers championship last year. Them losing and the fact that championship was has to have a star next to it. A lot of Herb last year in the bubble with no fans can't do it now. The pressure's too much. Not for LeBron. You know, not for AD. I don't think that is what it is. But were unmasked. They got to play a full season. You get to see the real Anthony Davis without six months of rest before restarting the game. Like, oh, now, okay, maybe that wasn't here. Now, they had got into a a dog fight in the West Finals against the Suns and lost in seven. Then I'm like, okay, they were for real. You know what I'm saying? They were for real because the Suns were hot last year in the bubble, and they, they've continued that play. I don't even think the Suns made it in. They they were hot playing in. I think they missed it by a game, didn't they? Right, they went nine and zero in the bubble and just missed and it by. It was either a game. Or, yeah, it was a game. Yeah, they, they didn't even make it in. So they've shown you that that little nine and zero streak last year in the bubble is for real. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, you play seventy two games. Now everybody hurt. Nobody can play. And y'all out in the first round. So you know, it's a show me game, KG. You know, I know. I know how you feel about John Stockton. You watch him, but you got to think about, you know, there wasn't a point guard on the Bulls comparable to John Stockton. Like, for Utah, that was a check mark. For Power Four, for Utah, that's a check mark. Chicago had mm-hmm. a check mark and a small forward and shooting guard. Now, everything, other, the other positions are debatable. True. They, you know what I'm saying? Center. Power forward, you probably get power forward. Like I said, was was Utah point guard? Well, center was a toss up, and both of them had shitty centers. Yeah, and Luke Longley and the triangle. Luke Longley always pivoted the wrong way. That always pissed me the hell off. <sighs> yeah, hey Ben, I, I agree with you. They had a seventy-one day turnaround, but Anthony Davis has been hurt his whole career. You know what I'm saying? Like, do he need six months rest every time and restart to, to, to play a whole season? Or do we have to bump it down to 42 games for Anthony Davis? Because Anthony Davis can't last a whole season. The Lakers are going to have to sit down. We got Lakers are going to have to sit down, and they're going to have to figure this out. I agree with Stephen A. Smith 100%. Y'all got to figure out what this man is doing in the offseason. And what this man is doing and putting in his body that he's hurt every superstar Mac for somebody that can't stay healthy because without him, they don't win a championship. Do you let him walk and just try to find somebody else? Everybody wants to come to the Lakers. So yeah. some, get, getting somebody getting somebody else isn't an issue for the Lakers. Somebody, you know, and wants Dennis Schroeder wants out. Yeah, he can have out. 
Yeah, because uh, Max Johnson made a comment and said he's not a Laker guy. He's not here to win. And Schroeder is not going to be back with the Lakers next year. Okay. You know, hey. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They're the Lakers. We're not talking about the Wizards. They got to beg players to, to, to play. We're talking about the Lakers. Indeed. You know, Indeed. They get, the Lakers can snap their fingers, get rid of Anthony Davis, get Damian Lillard, and get another serviceable point of uh, power for it that can actually play the whole year. So, y- you know, we got to get out of here, KG. Yeah, we almost at the 45 minute mark and uh we got to we we got to come back and we got to we we need to put lists together because I can name or or, or we can get Bill uh Ben what shit I think the Wizards will give you Bill but Bill played pretty well this year. I think his name should have been in the MVP discussion cuz he played pretty well this year. I'll say that. But uh you talk with the Wizards about that. The Wizards already fleeced my bulls with uh, Gafford, and he's balling out, but it shows what the change of scenery can do. But we need to come back. And I want to – I want to – Thursday, I want to talk about this, and I really want to do this Thursday. I'm hoping that everybody has time. But I want to go is player A, and I gotta, I'm going to have a list of players better than Chris Paul, and they're going to be all point guards because I need to see – even if Chris Paul wins three championships in the next three years, he's not a top five all-time point guard. I'm sorry. And that was where the argument started in the first place. But we're going to put a pin in that argument. We'll be back on Thursday with that because tomorrow we got uh, D.C. Sports Rundown. We got to talk about OTAs and mini camp from Washington. Uh, I need Ben. I'm, I'm putting the, 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 the midnight rider signal. It ain't no bat signal. It's the midnight rider signal. I'm putting that out because I need you to come in and talk Nets tomorrow. What's going on in Washington with them Nets? Because uh, I predicted deep playoff runs for every damn Washington team. So I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I need you for that midnight ride on tomorrow to talk some, some uh, nationals. And before we get out of here, let me say this. They call in today National Best Friends Day. So I got to give a shout out to my bestest friends, one to you, the boss, BJ, uh, my brother. I mean, been friends so long that that, that line has been blurred so damn much. But uh, my brother got to give a shout out to you. Got to give a shout out. To me. And of course, got to give a shout out to Lady C because she puts up with me on a daily basis. And she was supposed to call in with that Joe Theismann story, but we'll, we'll I'll get her with that next week. So, but yes. just wanted to throw a shout out there to the uh to my 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 bestest friends who put up with my ish off air all day every day without <laughs> without uh complaining. So, yes, sir, man. Shout out to you, brother. You know, definitely. Been friends longer than I would like to see on the air, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, absolutely, man, yeah, man. Let's uh, let's get this thing out of here and pack it up and get ready for the next show. Yes, indeed. So remember, we'll be on IG Live tomorrow. DC Sports Rundown. That's the boss BJ. I'm the big guy KG on location tonight. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.